alone by the message of an angel may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Catholic radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. And good afternoon to you. This is the Good News Show here on this beautiful November 15th, 2021. And uh, we are almost in Advent. Not quite yet. This is just such a fun time of year. Uh, see the trees, the trees changing color and the brisk, kind of cool temperatures. And Thanksgiving is next week. And then Advent and Christmas. And I'll tell you, this is just glorious. And uh, we have got a great show for you. I'm very excited about what is in plan for today. Second half of the program, uh, Father Alphonse Nazaro, who is now the pastor of Mary Immaculate Parish in Farmer's Branch, is here in studio, and he has brought with him uh, three of his students from the school, Mary Immaculate. They're called ambassadors, and they are just kind of representing the school, and so they're here, and they're going to talk about the school, and we'll catch up with Father Alphonse and about his new position. He was at All Saints in Dallas for a long time, and before that, I forget where Father Alphonse was. I think I think he was at St. Anne's for a while. I bet he knows. Yeah, we'll he check was with at him. All Saints, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, but before All Saints, I think uh, I think it might have been St. Anne's, but uh, we'll, we'll check with him. And that's Diane Xavier. Diane has been keeping up with things going on. Uh, Event-wise, there's a lot going on. This is a busy time, especially that first weekend of uh, December. Oh, my goodness gracious, Dave. (laughs) It's like everybody's putting everything on that first weekend of December. you got to make some decisions. Amazingly, you know, four weeks of Advent is not enough time to do everything that you want to do. There are so many amazing events coming up. It's fantastic. Yeah, there really are. So that's Cicel Anderson, by the way, in case you didn't recognize that voice. Good to see you, Cecil. So let's talk about a few things. Oh, and, um, you know, I grew up in St. Patrick's Parish. I went mm-hmm. to school there from fourth grade to eighth grade. Uh, you know, where you go to school, you, you, you don't, you can take the kid out of the school, but you can't take the school out of the kid. And so I have a real warmth in my heart about St. Patrick's. And so, uh, I got a couple emails over the weekend, uh, from Jeannie Dunn, who works there. And she's talking about some events. They've got, uh, Bobby and Jackie Angel coming in that first weekend of December. Uh, and, and, and then they've got, this is cool, an all-good-gifts ceremony of song coming up before that Saturday, November 20th, which is uh, this weekend, this Saturday. And so I emailed over the weekend. I said, any chance somebody could come and talk to us about this from the parish? And she said, uh, yeah, sure. How about Amy Vitek, our director of evangelization? So Amy's here, and she's in studio. And so we're going to talk about these uh, uh, two great events coming up at St. Patrick's Parish in the ne- in the coming weeks. But before that, let's talk about a few things. Uh, so I know you need some volunteers. I do. Our Christmas share our last share of 2021, is happening in just a couple of weeks, two weeks from tomorrow, so the week after Thanksgiving. 
hold on, that exact date is not is eluding me. But for November thirtieth to December third. Thank you. So yeah. on December second, which is a Thursday, is the day that we have the call center here in Dallas to take all the calls from across the network um, from our donors who are calling in to pledge their support uh, to take those phone calls, process their information, and uh, have a great time. I think <laughs> we always have a lot of fun. Oh yeah, they do. They'll they have enjoy a lot it. of uh, yeah. delicious food. You get to hang out and meet some new people. It's about six, seven people in each shift. We have two shifts. Uh, uh, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. And our afternoon shift is pretty much full. But I'm looking for at least three more people for the morning shift, which is the 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's here in our Las Colinas studio in Irving right off of 114. Um, if you are interested in coming out and doing that, maybe bringing a friend or two, uh, let me know. You can email uh, us at kath at grnonline.com kath at grnonline.com I gave up giving up out my own email address a long time ago because mm-hmm. I realized trying to get people to remember how to spell my name was not a nice thing to do <laughs> so yeah. you can send that one just say oh I want to be a volunteer on Thursday December 2nd 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. You're going to get delicious food, hang out with people. And also, it's the Christmas Share-a-thon, which I always find is like one of the yeah, really fun ones because I have a box of Christmas hats. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. just makes everything a hundred times better. <clears throat> you have to wear a Christmas hat if you're a volunteer, right? At I, least I mean, for the picture. Yeah, maybe. I might. I, I won't force anybody. Okay. But, you know. Some exceptions. It, some exceptions. It's, it is Christmas, and we don't we want to spread that Christmas cheer. So All right. Uh, so email kth at grnonline.com if you can volunteer to, uh, Thursday, December 2nd, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's the shift that we're looking for. And, yeah, and you'll, you'll meet some new friends. You'll have fun. We give uh, little gifts to mm-hmm. everybody who comes in. And Spoiled we got some, surprise, Dave. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a, well, just don't tell anybody, okay? Okay. Don't sounds good. Anybody. Just between us. All right. Uh, a couple other things quickly to tell you about. Um, uh, tomorrow morning, this is kind of exciting. You know, we've got Catholic Drive Time, which yes. is uh, hosted by Joe McLean and Adrian Fonseca. Uh, six to eight every morning. Well, tomorrow morning, I'm going to be hosting the seven o'clock hour. Uh, from the studio here that's based in Houston, but goes out across not only all of the Guadalupe Radio Network stations, but even stations up in the Northeast like uh, Boston and Buffalo and Rochester, New York, on the station across. So 7 o'clock tomorrow morning, tune in, uh, radio or social media uh, sites, and uh, I'll be hosting. So that's going to be kind of exciting. Uh, this coming Saturday, we're doing a live remote from the uh, Catholic Pro-Life Community Christ Child Gift Market and Luncheon. Uh, the lunch, the, the gift market starts at nine. Our broadcast will begin at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And Cecil, you have committed to doing this with I me, have. right? Okay. I have. I'm excited. Okay. I went to it two years ago, and let's just say that I did not leave empty-handed. <laughs> uh, it's a very beautiful venue, first off, anyway, and they lay everything out so beautifully, and you get to support all these local or uh, local um, yeah. Vendor, uh, vendors, vendors or, that yeah. are, you know, right, do your Christmas shopping. And it's a lot of fun, and it's all for an amazing cause. So definitely come out and join us because i know they i know that they have told us that they got people mm-hmm. coming to it last year from our bro- or two years ago from our broadcast yeah, so yeah. that's very exciting and that's why we're doing it early even before it begins uh and we'll have some guests gives I'm you sure, a warning <laughs> sure we'll talk to you know, maybe Geraldine or meg or you know annette or some of the people involved in it but uh so it's going to be at the renaissance dallas addison uh dallas parkway they have a luncheon too father russ mower who was on our program was that last week or the week before uh to talk about it uh, you have to pay for the luncheon, but the gift market is free. And uh, go to prolifedallas.org slash luncheon if you would like to learn more about that. 
Okay, so also December 12th, we are committed to doing a live remote at St. Anne's in Capel for the kickoff of the Synod. That's going to be the opening day of the Synod. It's like 10 years uh, process, the mm-hmm. Synod. And so it gets started uh, Saturday, the, uh, I mean, Sunday the 12th, uh, 2 o'clock. The, the Mass is at noon. And uh, don't forget about the St. Nicholas Christmas Show. That's going to be at the Anatole uh, on uh, the 4th and 5th of December. Of course, mm-hmm. everything's the first weekend of December, right? <laughs> Everything. So um, I'm going to be the MC for that. And that's they got St. Nicholas and all kinds of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. I would love to hear if somebody was able to attend every single event that we talk about that's on that weekend. Well, that, that that wouldn't be possible, would it? I think. Well, I think it'd be, be part. Like, you'd have to go to. No, you couldn't go to the whole thing for each one, but you could go to at least a few hours of each thing. I think. Yeah, that'd be tough. That'd and be also, tough. there's a Christmas concert. Yeah. Yeah. A symphony by the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. I think the first Sunday of the month of December, December fifth, and yeah. it's hosted by Birth Choice Dallas. Yeah. At least that Sunday. Yes, that so, Sunday. Yeah. So yeah. visit Birth Choice Dallas for more information on how to get uh, your tickets for that event. Yeah, we interviewed uh, Shelly Stanzo about that. All right, and the the last thing, do you want to give an update on the Facebook page? Uh, how many oh, we have? Because yes. I remember the time when we had like 150 or 200. Are we up to 500 yet? Or? That is a fantastic question that you will find out in just a second. As soon as my laptop I call, loads, I <laughs> that I was definitely remembered that you said you were going to ask me that, and I, know. I didn't have it just, no, just talk amongst so. yourself I'm for so, like I'm, two I'm seconds. So, I'm so disappointed. I know, I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, Diane, oh yeah, you got some other events too. 452 yes. members. All just right. one more thing. Uh, Bishop Edward Burns of the Diocese of Dallas invites everybody to participate in the Synodal Catechal Sessions leading up to, you know, to one, the anniversary in yeah. 2031. But the next event is Tuesday, November 30th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at Our Lady of the Lake Parish in Rockwall. Yeah, there's going to be four catechetical sessions. They're, they're geographically spread out. I think one's the same. Most of them are going to be next year. Next year. Yeah. But yeah, thank you, Diane. November 30th, uh, first catechetical session is going to be at Saint, uh, I mean, Our Lady of the Lake in Rockwall. Those could be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you have another event? Or is that well, it? the Diocese of Fort Worth is hosting their annual uh, uh, breakfast with the, I, I think, St. Andrew's Breakfast, that ah, is. St. Yes. Andrew's Breakfast. And I think this one, you know, you have to RSVP in advance to attend these, but they host it monthly. Yeah. So please visit fwdioc.org if you are a man or interested in learning more about the priesthood or religious life. And it's, it's most of a discernment event to attend. And it's yeah, at St. Sure. Patrick's Cathedral in downtown Fort Worth, but you must RSVP. So for future events, um, please sure. visit. Yeah, the, any young man who's interested yes. in uh, learning about the priesthood. So, all right, so we got four. Yeah, thank you, Diane. Thanks, yeah. thanks for digging up those uh, those things. A lot going on for sure. <laughs> so, four hundred and fifty-two. Yes, uh, we can probably get ten during the, the show. One hundred percent. I love Dave that you go so high. You always are uh, very, very confident. Cla- uh, glass half full. Yeah, absolutely. Which you know what? We'll take it. You know what? Can we get ten new people to join our local Facebook group? We have our main page for the Guadalupe Radio Network, but for more local updates, radio updates, some behind-the-scene photos and things like that, you should join our GRN DFW Facebook group. And the way to do that is to go to Facebook.com and in your Facebook search bar, uh, type in GRN DFW and you'll, it'll come up and just hit 
join group and I will accept you into the group and you are in and you can post about local events happening at your parish or an organization you're involved with to spread the word about it and uh, get in on all the behind the scenes scoops that we got going on. All right. Very good. Okay. It's about 10 after the hour now. Thanks, Cecil. And thanks, Diane, as well. Uh, again, uh, folks from Mary Immaculate Parish will be on at the bottom of the hour. Before that, let me introduce you to Amy Vitek, who I just found out, says, so she's got an amazing story. Did you have you, you heard about this, right? Yes, you we gave chatted the, a little bit about it before the show. Yeah, I, I just always assume, gosh, if you're a director of evangelization, you probably were born Catholic and went to Catholic schools and, you know, you just kind of, but uh, yeah, that you've got an interesting story. She is the director of evangelization at St. Patrick's Parish in Dallas. Uh, prayer warrior team director and also high school RCIA lead catechist. Uh, Amy, welcome. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Dave, for having me. And uh, this was in the works all of about 24 to 36 hours. And so, again, thanks to Jeannie Dunn for uh, 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 letting me know about you. So before we talk about a couple of events that are coming up, the ceremony of song called All Good Gifts this Saturday at 730 in the sanctuary. Then, of course, uh, Jackie and uh, Bobby Angel coming on December 4th, Saturday, about that. But uh, you've got an intriguing story. Um, You told me that. Up until 2014, you basically had no faith at all, right? Yeah, that's that's correct. Um, I didn't grow up with any type of religion too much in my life. Um, I did marry a cradle Catholic, um, but you know he married someone who didn't have faith, so therefore we never attended church except for funerals and weddings. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was Catholic, but really didn't practice his faith, and you were kind of nothing. Were you antagonistic toward faith or just like totally ambivalent, like, like I don't, whatever? I mean, yeah, I, just, I really wasn't a priority in my life. Yeah, yeah. So something changed in 2014. What, what happened? Yes. So um, in 2014, my son started dating a parishioner's daughter at St. Patrick's. They met at a Zach Brown concert. Okay. Um, and we became friends. And of course, you know, any like any young relationship, they broke up. But her and I remained friends, and she saw that I was struggling internally, you know, um, and spiritually. So she invited me to go on an axe retreat. Um, little did I know, I thought it was just going to be a girls' weekend at the lake, you know, <laughs> wine, talk, you yeah, know, visit. Yeah. Um, but I ended up going on a Catholic retreat, um, and I found Jesus the very first night. Really? And what was it that happened? Or I mean, can you say what 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 sure. what moved the needle? So I never have been face-to-face with Jesus. And so the very first event that night, they had Jesus um, from ceiling to floor. And it was dark in that room, and it was just felt like it was just him and I and him staring into my soul. Um, And then we went into the story of the passion, but from Mary's eyes. And so I started learning about that story, and I was able to relate to Mary because I had one son. She had one son, and I was like, could I do what she did? You know, and then when I saw the crucifixion, which was all taken from the movie The Passion, which I've never seen before, um, I've just felt so bad that I just was wasting the life that he died for. And it started the the wheels in my head, and throughout the weekend, I became closer and closer. Um, I relate my story to Paul. It took three days. Mm -hmm. And on the third day, I was ready to yell from the rooftop, I found Jesus, I found Jesus. And so I returned home from the retreat. 
And my husband will tell anybody that the girl that I put on that bus was not the girl who came back. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Was, did, did he like the change? I mean, yes. that, that's a, because that would mean that maybe he needs to uh, start, yeah. start getting active as well, right? And so just to not to make me feel uncomfortable, he was been feeling an inter, you know, interior pull. Yeah. To come back to Christ, but he didn't know, you know, really how to do that with a wife that, you know, just really didn't really care about faith. And so I came back the Sunday and I said, you know, I am going to join RCIA. I'm going to become Catholic and we're going to St. Patrick's. Uh-huh. So I live 45 minutes away from St. Patrick's and past many different Catholic churches. And he goes, well, you know, we live a lot closer to some other parishes. And I go, but when I go to Mass, I have 35 sisters. Mm. You know, that I know, I know somebody when I go. And so, you know, he kind of, kind of sat and watched to see, you know, is this going to, is this going to stick? And so he saw that the big change in me and he loved it. And so he went on a retreat in November and came back to his faith. Mm, wow. Yes. And so it was a big shock to our son who had parents not going to mass, not mm-hmm. going to church, and now yeah. they're all in, <laughs> you know? So by leading by example, um, he decided in 2017 that he wanted to receive his sacraments. Oh, wow. Praise God. So that, now, that's awesome. Yeah. So now our whole family is all in. And now, and now, and now you're the director of evangelization. And I, I mentioned as the RCIA lead catechist for high school kids, uh, this is, this is high schoolers that are coming into the faith. Is that right? Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Dave, it's a lot of high schoolers who are from low income families. Um, they're from broken homes. They're kids who have been away from their faith for a very long time since they received, you know, their, their first sacrament, as well as the parents aren't attending mass, mm-hmm. a lot of them. And so it's, it's kind of a tough crowd, but, you know, God's given me that, that gift to be able to meet them right where they are. I understand where they were because not having Christ in my life, you know, why do I need God? You know, yeah. those type of questions that I can relate to. And it's so beautiful. My husband has joined me over the last two years and we co-teach together. Mm-hmm. So we're doing it as a couple, and they get to see the sacrament of marriage and how that works. And we talk about our struggles um, with our own faith. And so it's it's been it's one of my favorite ministries that I do there at St. Patrick's. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. You know, if somebody had told you uh, eight or nine years ago that uh, in 2021 you're going to be the director of evangelization, prayer warrior lead, uh, you'd be you're, you're you're crazy. I mean, then and here you are. I mean, God God is uh, full of surprises, isn't he? And uh, gosh, thank thank God for that. Uh, person that asked you to go to the Axe Retreat. That that was a life changer, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, I mean, are you still involved in Axe? Yes, I am. Um, it's been dormant, you know, because of COVID, and yeah. it's it's coming back. But um, I'm also involved in the high school the high school teen acts. We're one of the few parishes here in the Metroplex that has high school teen acts. So now that everything is opening up, we're looking to get that going again. But yes, Axe is very dear to my heart. Yeah, I I did Axe Retreat. Out in San Angelo, Texas, and uh, uh, it was—I I wasn't. You know, my my story is very different, but uh, but I did enjoy it very much. Uh, let's talk about these events that are going on. Um, uh, the first one is this Saturday. Um, All good gifts, a ceremony of song. When I saw this flyer, I was like, "This this something looks. It looks unique. It looks like different." And so. Uh, it's in the sanctuary, presented by members of the St. Patrick Parish Choir uh, with the Bacon Choral Society and Chamber Orchestra. Uh, tell, tell us, what is this all about? 
Um, well, it's, this is we're very blessed to have Brian Bacon um, at our parish and bring in the music that he brings. It's going to be a beautiful event. We're going to have some um, adoration time with that as well in music and just bringing in the Advent season, just get everybody prepared for the Advent season. And we have an amazing choir. We have amazing orchestra. And he's been working very, very hard on this. Um, this has been something that he's been planning since September. So we're very excited to have this event for the very first time at St. Patrick's. We had uh, Mark Lowe, uh, who's one of the, the members of the choir over there, was uh, in here last week and talking about music over at St. Patrick's. And he sent us a few clips from some of the masses. You've got a good music program over there, don't you? It sounds like it's taken very seriously. Yes, and it's our, each mass has a different type of music. So you can find a mass that suits your music taste. Uh, which is really unique in a lot of parishes, and Brian's just done an amazing job putting that together. What uh, what kind of music will be played at this? Uh, is uh, I always think of like oh, like what is Advent music? You know, come o come Emmanuel. Is it kind of like Advent? Is it is it more solemn or upbeat or or how, how would you describe it? I really don't know to be honest with you. Um, I'm excited to go to the event myself. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's probably going to be a mixture of many different things. Um, knowing Brian's taste, he's going to try to bring in a little bit of everything. Um, but I bet it's going to be a beautiful, a beautiful event. <clears throat> yeah, it sounds like it. So it's all good gifts, a ceremony of song, uh, an evening of hymns, scripture, prayer, incense, and adoration. Uh, Saturday, November 20th, 7.30 p.m. in the sanctuary. Sounds to me like a great way to get ready for Advent and just kind of still your, your spirit and just kind of... Uh, really start thinking about this. So awesome. Um, and and all are welcome. I presume it's a free event. Yes, right? it's a free event. All are welcome. Okay. And then uh, another week or two later, we've got uh, Bobby and Jackie Angel coming to St. Patrick's for an Advent mission. And Jackie and Bobby are with Ascension Press and Word on Fire. They're also authors, uh, along with Father Mike Schmitz with a book called Pray, Decide, and Don't Worry. Interesting uh, story you told me before we started about how you uh, set this up. You you actually ran into her at an event, didn't you? Yes, um, we took a bunch of teens to Lone Star um, Steubenville this summer, and Jackie was the keynote speaker. And, you know, I guess that's why I'm the evangelization director. I'm just bold to go up and say, hey, you know, we're starting to bring back our parish and we're wanting to have um, some guest speakers. Would you be, you know, willing to come speak at St. Patrick's now that I know that you live here in the Metroplex? And she said, sure. She goes, here's my personal email. Don't give it out to anybody. Mm-hmm. And, and so, what is that email? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give it yeah, out, Jackie. I, I, I wasn't listening. Okay, I'm sorry. And um, so um, it just started the communication and getting that time booked. And we're really excited. I had a conversation with her um, two weeks ago about the night, um, about the event and what's going to be discussed. And her and Bobby are going to discuss, you know, how do you live Advent throughout the whole year? Because Advent's just not a season. You know, we're always to be preparing for Christ's coming or even our death. You know, we need Mm -hmm. prepared. And so her and Bobby are going to talk about how does that work as a family? How do you do that as a family? How do you do that as a couple? And how do you do that as a live in a single life? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to start the event with 8 a.m. Mass. So everything good starts with Mass. Um, we're going to take a 30-minute break for coffee and um, donuts and muffins. We are providing free child care for anyone who needs child care. They'll need to register in advance. 
Um, and then the program will start at 9 a.m. Jackie is going to do a little singing because she's also a music artist. And then her and Bobby are going to break off into their talk. She's going to wrap it up with a little singing and also a Q&A. Okay, okay. Yeah, I told you we every Sunday evening our family has a little time together and we watch a video or or something of the uh, related to the faith. A few weeks ago, I just I saw this dating talk that she had given. I think up in Steubenville, Steubenville. And uh, I've got teenage daughters, so we watched it, and it was really good. And she, and she's very straightforward, you know. She's kind of the, you know, it's 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 a straightforward talk, and and of course, this what she's doing at St. Patrick's is not going to be on dating. This is going to be on Advent. But uh, yeah. I found her to be a very real person, you know. Just kind of what you see is what you get, and uh, and also very. Filled with a lot of good um, you know, wisdom as well. Yes, and she's been a Catholic a very long time, and she's living up in California. Um, she's, you know, mentored a lot of youth, and some of them are in the seminary at Steubenville um, that she has mentored through. And she's just fun. Her and Bobby are just a lot of fun, as well as their knowledge of the Catholic faith and how to live that in a day-to-day life. I remember she said a lot of this. She, several guys that she dated went to seminary. <laughs> you remember that story? <laughs> yes. And so she said, <laughs> vocation directors were back when she was single asking her to date you know guys because they all ended up in seminary other than her husband okay yeah. he did not go to go to seminary so all right bobby and jackie angel saint patrick's in dallas saturday december 4th and uh they're gonna it's gonna 8 a.m mass and then they're gonna have a break uh by, followed by a presentation by bobby and jackie and it's open to everybody and you can uh, email. Can I give your email address? Yes, out? you can definitely okay. give my email that, uh, address if you need to do babysitting. Other than that, just come and be prepared for a beautiful morning. Okay. A.vitek at stpatrickdallas.org. A.vitek at stpatrickdallas.org uh, for more information or if you want to set up uh, babysitting. So that's uh, cool. You know, when you came into the parish in 2014, Father Joseph Omerkonig was mm-hmm. pastor, and uh, I loved Father Joseph. He was such a great guy and such a, a humorous, uh, fun guy. And he um, retired what within the last couple of years, hasn't it been? This last year, he retired when Father Charles came on. Um, oh. But yes, Father Joseph is very, very dear to my heart. Um, he's kind of one of the reasons. Another reason why I'm at St. Patrick's yeah. because. I had a priest that I could relate to and a man that I admire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way, you know, the Acts retreat, that was a powerful weekend, and you really fell in love with the Lord, and then you come back, and your husband, you know, comes in. Now, here you are seven years later. It's, it looks like the fire is still lit, and, you know, how how is it now that a number of years have passed by after that pretty amazing transformation? Uh, uh, what 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 have you come to appreciate about the faith over the over the time? Um, you know God's forgiveness and God's mercy. Mm-hmm. You know um, that I was not worthy of His love, but He still welcomed me home. Yeah. You know, and that's that always touches my heart. Um, and I just I love Him. I mean, I just I love Him, and I want other the big passion that I have working with teens and really anybody I speak with that's away from any type of faith is don't live a minute longer without knowing who he is yeah his love his mercy his grace his forgiveness because you'll be 48 you know years later and you just wasted such a lifetime that i could have you know known him and studied about him and and shared him with others um so it's i think it's his love and his mercy and his forgiveness for me and just showing me how much he loves me and, and granting me with this gift of 
I am not shy to share him with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you talk about knowing him and that experience, I, I, I know this because it's my own experience. You can be a cradle Catholic and go to Mass every week and, you know, I, I teach the Summa Theologia and I love, I love the faith. I love Our Lady. I pray the Rosary. But there are times that I, even to this day, I work in Catholic radio. It's my whole life. And I think, do I know Jesus? I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, so it's so just going to mass and going through all the motions doesn't necessarily mean, you know, Jesus. And so I don't know. Well, how, how does one know if they, they really have that? Maybe it's a dumb question, but how do they know they have that relationship? I mean, I, I love Jesus. I know about Jesus. I pray, you know, but what, it sounds like it's, it's a very heart level thing for you. It is. And when he touches my heart, it's, I feel like my heart grows. You know, yeah. I get warm in there. Um, it's hard to put into words, and I'm so blessed to have an amazing spiritual director that helps me keep me grounded and keep me constantly pursuing the innermost portion of his heart, you know, the different chambers and, you know, working through stuff. And um, that helps keep me on track as well. Um, but just, I think, working at the parish helps. Um, I love sharing Jesus with other people when they come up and they're hurting. Um, I think one of the gifts is I can meet anybody right where they are mm-hmm. and show them God's love without saying anything. Um, you know, I also work in prison ministry. And so um, it's just. What he, do you not do? I, I mean, I that, that, that might be a shorter if list. If it's muddy water, <laughs> Jesus says, Amy, you got to go in and let's go. Um, yeah. But everything I do is because of him. Yeah. And um, I would be nothing without him. And so I'm blessed. That he found me in when he did. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, that's a, an, ama- an amazing story. Were there any parts of the faith? Because you know, you, you, of course, you, you have a relationship with Jesus, and then you know, you become Catholic. But you're kind of going from zero to sixty very quickly. I mean, your the acceleration spiritually is pretty quick. Were there any parts of like you know, praying to the saints or Our, our, our Lady or Purgatory or anything that where you're like, gosh, I, I need to kind of. You study this and get, you know, was there any, 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 uh, road bumps? Yeah. So what's kind of cool with my story too is when my husband came into the faith, we went to, um, UD classes, uh, to do the biblical Bible study. Yeah. We did that for two years. Then my husband went into the diaconate and spent three years in the diaconate. So I was just like a sponge, you know, just absorbing everything I possibly could. But in my prayer with Jesus, he was like, I want, I want us to focus in on our relationship. And over the years, he's like, now it's time. I want you to know my mother. Now it's time I want you to know my father. You know, now now I'm in the stage of my life where I want you to know about the saints, you know, the sinners just like yourself who are following, you know, my lead. And so I'm now on that eighth stage where I'm starting to get information on saints so I can start learning yeah. more and more on saints. Um, but I've been really all in. Since I came back from yeah. that retreat. Yeah, it's like, like a kid in a, in a toy store. I mean, all the, all these things that you didn't have the rest of your life, and now you're learning them all and, and teaching them as well. Yes. Uh, Amy, thanks so much for being here. Uh, Amy Vitek, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Director of Evangelization, Prayer Warrior, Team Director, High School, RCIA, Lead Catechist uh, at St. Patrick's. The general website for St. Patrick's is stpatrickdallas.org. Uh, her email is a.vitek, V-I-T-E-K, at stpatrickdallas.org. And don't forget about those two events this Saturday, All Good Gifts, a Ceremony of Song, beginning at 7.30 in the Sanctuary, and then uh, Bobby and Jackie Angel coming to the parish for an Advent talk and also Mass at 8, uh, Saturday, December 4th, 
beginning at 8 o'clock Mass and then afterwards, right? So I'm sure there's other things going on as well, but we only have so much time, right? Exactly. Well, thank you, Dave, so much for having me. This has been a pleasure. Yeah, well, thanks uh, so much. And again, yeah, thanks for doing it on such short notice. And also thanks to Jeannie uh, for arranging this. Uh, Jeannie Dunn over there at the parish. And we hope uh, to visit soon. Maybe in the new year we'll be over there visiting the parish. Who knows? Uh, but thanks. Good to see you. And uh, we're going to take a break now and come back with Father Alphonse Nazaro and three of the ambassadors from Mary Immaculate School there in Farmer's Branch. So hold tight. We'll be right back. You know, this is your Catholic radio station, and we'd like to make it even better for you. Your feedback is really important to us. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-Second Radio Survey. It only takes a minute to fill out and send it to us. Again, go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-Second Radio Survey. We'd really appreciate it. KTH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, and the participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website, emersononharvesthill.com. Come let us pray to our Blessed Mother that she will guard and protect our country from those who wish to destroy it. Bring God's influence to our leaders that they lead us based on His will and not our own. Restore love and peace in our hearts and heal us so that we can truly be one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. All KATH 910 AM listeners are invited to a patriotic rosary at St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth focusing on prayer for our nation and our church on Monday, November the 29th at 7 p.m. Free rosaries will be available. Hi, I'm Dr. Kyle Eberlein of Mid-Cities Dental and a parishioner of Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville. Dentistry can be expensive, especially if you know you need a lot of work. That's why you need to know all of your treatment options. And you need a dentist whom is on your insurance plan. This could potentially save you lots of money. Our office will offer you a no-obligation consultation with necessary x-rays. We can be reached at 817-282-9321 or midcitiesdental.com. Again, that number is 817-282-9321. The Christmas season is not far away, and that means it's time to decorate your house. All KATH 910 AM listeners are invited to help support the Bishop Lynch High School Choir by purchasing a beautiful red or white poinsettia for the holiday season. Bishop Lynch Choir members will be visiting local parishes throughout the Diocese of Dallas before December. For more information and to find out if your parish is participating, call Kathy at 214-324-3607, extension 4296. That's 214-324-3607, extension 4296. The University of Dallas presents What can I do that is the definite service that God wants me to give to the world? Think of the the challenges that we have coming from our culture. We really need the virtue of courage. Are you ready to put yourself into the hazard? Are you ready to say yes to the call? Are you ready to be a witness to love? The Quest, airing November 15th at 3.30 p.m. Central on EWTN. Visit quest.udallas.edu. All right, we are back. This is the Good News Show here on KTH, 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network. Great to talk uh, to Amy there from uh, St. Patrick Parish in Dallas, where I grew up and graduated, and uh, so many memories there at that school, that school and that parish. 
And uh, now we are going to talk about another outstanding parish in the Dallas Diocese, Mary Immaculate Parish in Farmers Branch. And uh, they have a school, uh, Mary Immaculate School. Their website is mischool.org, as in maryimmaculateschool.org. And uh, their new pastor is a friend who I've known for many, many years, Father Alphonse Nazaro, who up until recently was at All Saints, and uh, now, as of July 1st, the pastor of Mary Immaculate Parish. And uh, he is here along with... Three representatives, uh, students uh, from the school. We have two seventh graders, Andre Schwitter and uh, Georgie Delgado. And we also have Fatima Gomez, who's an eighth grader at the school as well. We're going to talk to all three of them here eventually about what it is to be an ambassador and what's great about this school. And uh, they're also actually going to hang around because Sissel uh, has a film degree. And Sissel is going to put together a cool video uh, that they're going to be in. You guys know about this? Okay, you're going to be in a video, right? <laughs> okay. We're all excited. Yeah, yeah. So, no, you know, Sissel's great, so it's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, uh, So we'll get to y'all in just a moment. Uh, but Father Alphonse, welcome. Good to see you. Thank you so much, Dave. Thanks for having us here today. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you suggested it because uh, we – now, did you bring the ambassador program to uh, Mary Macklet, or did it already exist before you came? Uh, well, we, I, I'm not sure if it existed before, but yeah. So I, I, um, I really believe in the ambassador program because yeah. it gives an opportunity for the kids to take on a leadership responsibility and introduce the school to prospective families. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything better than uh, uh, promoting a school uh, by means of the children. Yeah, right? Let yeah, the children definitely. talk about their experience. And I think it's the best selling point for the school. Yeah, I mean that's that's the fruit of the school is uh, how how good are the students oh, that, yeah. that come out of it. Um, let me talk talk a little bit about you. We were trying to figure out the parishes that you had been to. Uh, of course, All Saints. Were you at Saint Anne and Capel for a while, or where, I, where else have you served? I helped out a lot with their youth group over at Saint Anne's, but I was never assigned to Saint Anne's. Okay, and so I was. Uh, I've worked at Saint Joseph's, um, which was a beautiful experience. Uh, St. Monica, which uh, a wonderful experience learning uh, from various pastors. And, and then finally at All Saints, I spent my, the most amount of time there, mm-hmm. uh, first as an assistant and then as a pastoral administrator. Yeah. And so being at Mary Immaculate is uh, a wonderful experience. I, I really enjoy the community. I'm brushing up on my Spanish a lot. And even <laughs> French. I had to celebrate a Mass in French. Oh, is that right? So yeah, yeah. Well, so I had to pull out my old high school books when I took French. Uh, but it was. Uh, is there it, a French community there? There is a francophone community. Is that right? So we have one mass in French uh, every Sunday, and uh, they're vibrant, they're wonderful, and uh, they're looking to establish their own parish eventually down the road. That the priest, uh, now that I think about it, came in last week. He's a priest from Africa who right. is in charge of the, the, Father the French. Frank. Yeah, Father Frank. Father Frank. Okay, how in, how interesting. Now, uh, and again, I want to get to the school and, the, and these wonderful students here, but one one final question uh, in regard to, to Mary Macklet is that, you know, Father Michael Forge had been there for a long time, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden he uh, comes out, I think goes out to Prince of Peace Parish mm-hmm. in Plano, and then in comes the new pastor. That's kind of an interesting transition uh, to kind of like, hey, I'm the new guy. Right. Always, always. Well, uh, Father Michael did a fantastic job while he was there, and uh, he left uh, a great legacy for the parish and for the school. And I'm just uh, learning uh, the ropes and trying to get to know the community better and just the needs of the school. I, I love Catholic schools. I, I'm a true believer in it, and uh, I, want, um, I, want to, I want to see the best mm-hmm. for the students, uh, the faculty and the staff over there. And uh, my vision is really to 
create uh, the best school in the Diocese of Dallas. That's always the goal wherever I go. Yeah. I think the, the $64,000 question when we talk about Catholic schools is that parents ask, you know, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. You know, what? why would I send my child to a Catholic school? You know, there's public, there's homeschooling, there's there's uh, charter schools. How, how would you answer that? Um, and, and because there's some sacrifice involved, there's right. typically a tuition, uh, you know, there might be some financial aid. But uh, what makes Catholic school so important? It's the, uh, the investment now uh, pays off later. And our students at Mary Immaculate do an exceptional job, and they go off and, and have wonderful careers. They are well prepared in their in their academics, and they uh, they they love their faith, mm-hmm. and that's so important, especially when you're going off to high school and college. That these children actually maintain the faith, practice the faith, and it's not just knowing the faith, but actually loving their faith, mm-hmm. and that will make the big. That's the big difference, right? Uh, you can know something, but you don't necessarily love it. These children, you know, our goal is that when they graduate from Mary Immaculate, they not only know the faith and can articulate it well, but they actually love their faith as well. And they want to practice it and share it with others. And you are um, bringing in a pre-K program now, right? Is that that new as of? That's new. Is it already in or like next fall or spring or when does that start? It is coming this uh, coming school year, Okay, So it will start uh, in August. And uh, it is a three-day program, a five-day program, full-time uh, from 8 o'clock till 3 o'clock p.m. And we also have a uh, part-time or half-time program for eight o'clock, uh, from 8 o'clock to 11.30 a.m. So very flexible for those families that, you know, they still have a hard time letting go of their children. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a fantastic program. Uh, because we're going to be incorporating, um, you know, just wonderful things for the kids. It's not a daycare. It's it's a full fledged, a uh, full pledge uh, program, where they have uh, fine arts and Spanish and PE and religion, and especially catechesis of the Good Shepherd, which yeah. is a phenomenal program for young children. Uh, math, science, language arts, etc. You name it, uh, the program is going to have it and. Um, and we're excited about it. We're almost already one of our classes is just about full, and we're hoping to open up uh, maybe a second class wow. as well. And that's that's not starting until August. And we haven't even started promoting it, right? <laughs> well, you <So>, have now. <laughs> exactly. So uh, any of those families out there that or grandparents that have grandchildren that are interested in uh, ha- starting their kids off with a great Catholic education, come check out our Mary Immaculate School uh, pre-K program. Uh, and also our open house, which is this coming Thursday. Okay, <clears throat> that's right. Because yeah, that's originally what we had uh, we said we we're going to do this interview about. Right, right. Open house this Thursday. This Thursday. Uh, and from what time to what uh, time? From eight thirty to nine thirty, and then from six thirty p.m. till uh, seven thirty p.m. Okay, so two different options yes. come yeah. either either one of those hours, eight thirty right. uh, to nine thirty a.m. or six thirty to seven thirty p.m. That's correct. Uh, Tour question and answer. Oh, yeah. just and come meet it, our wonderful ambassadors. That's right. That's what we're going to do right now. Is we meet these wonderful ambassadors. And I'm trying to think. I got the the three students here: Andre, uh, Fatima, and Georgie. And I like who do I ask the first question to? And I'm going to go with uh, Fatima because she is the the lone eighth grader here. Okay, so uh, Fatima. She told me before we started that she's uh, she likes sports. Uh, she plays volleyball. And so yeah, go ahead and bring that microphone or just get real close to you there, Fatima. Uh, first of all. Great name. I, I, I have a great devotion to Our Lady of Fatima. So your parents obviously have great taste in names. So uh, welcome, and, and thanks for being here. Good to see you. Great to see you, too. 
All right. So uh, what was uh, – you're an ambassador. Yes. Yeah, tell me about how you found out about this, and uh, I, I guess you get to decide whether you want to do it or not. Uh, uh, how, how did you decide being an ambassador, and what, what exactly is it? Well, being an ambassador is like being a representative for the school, and I yeah. really want to like give the school a good name, good reputation, because it really is a great school to go to to like form young minds. Yeah. You're in eighth grade. Have you been there since kindergarten or first, or how long have you been there? I've been there since third grade. Okay, good. So you've been about fifth or five or six years there. Yes. What in particular, I know you like sports, uh, <laughs> what in particular has set it aside, or what, 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 do, what do you most like about the school? Well, to me, I like the faculty. They're very, very welcoming, very kind. Yeah. And they just made me feel at home. Yeah. And you play volleyball. Yes. You guys have a good team this year? We did, yes, but unfortunately, we did not uh, win. Okay. Oh, so you got into like a tournament or something? Didn't well, you? it wasn't my team. It was one of the other co-ed teams. Yeah. They had gotten into finals, and unfortunately, we lost. But okay. it was yeah, still well, an intense game. Yeah, that's right. Probably learned something about uh, you. Know, you learn in losing, and it's probably yes. you get to build the team and all that kind of stuff. So that's great. All right, that's uh, Fatima Gomez, and we'll come back to you in a moment. Uh, let me go to Andre. Andre uh, Schwitter is seventh grade, and uh, uh, tell me the the same thing, Andre, about uh, the ambassador program. When you found out about it, and uh, I always think if you're an ambassador, the school must think you are a great representative of the school and uh, so that kind of thing. So tell me uh, um, why it appealed to you to be an ambassador for Mary Mac at school. Yeah, so I want to become an ambassador because my sisters go to Mary Immaculate, and I wanted them to look up to me, and their uh, classmates and friends look up to me. Yeah. And just to help my friends and the school because it's really a great school yeah other than uh getting out of class to come do radio interviews with your pastor uh what what kind of stuff do you do what what like on a week-to-week month-to-month basis what are the responsibilities of an ambassador what do you what what, what kind of activities um we've had we do open houses and we'll give tours to either a scheduled tour or a walk-in tour yeah and and our inner not our interviews our open houses we will give tour of the school and have like i guess you could say question and answer yeah yeah interesting uh real quickly and then we'll get to georgie here uh you said you like forensics yes well why what did when i think of forensics i think like like crime and crime scene investigation uh well what what how is that taught or what what do you do on on a, you know as a as a seventh grader for forensics yeah so it's an elective we uh have and our science teacher was a forensics anthropologist and she'll teach us like so today we learned blood analysis mm. and the a couple months ago we did fiber analysis and last week we actually did a uh, fingerprint like how to tell which oh, one wow. Which that that was nothing like that was ever available when I was uh, when I was in school. (laughs) So those kind of electives. Are you thinking about doing something like that professionally one day? Maybe being a police officer or a detective or something? Or is Uh, this just a a, something you find interesting? 
Um, it's just something I find interesting. I thought it would be a cool experience to have. Yeah, boy, I'd like to sign up for that class. <laughs> that, that sounds very interesting. All right, Andre, thanks so much. Andre Schwitter, a seventh grader over at Mary Macklin School, which leaves us uh, going to Georgie Delgado, a uh, seventh grader over there at the school. And, Georgie, tell me also what uh, about the ambassador program, uh, how you found out about it, and your decision to, to be involved in, that, in this. We found out about it first by pamphlets in the class. My decision to become an ambassador was more like I wanted to meet all the new people, and I'm new this year, oh, so you are. Okay. I wanted to kind of like tell them it's going to be okay and how great the school is and how understanding everyone is going to be. If they could. Yeah. So you transferred in as a seventh grader, mm-hmm. and uh, what was uh, I guess your parents or your decision of why Mary Macklet was a good choice for you, or why why did you transfer in? We transferred because it was closer one, and two, it had technology, and it might be get it might be easier to get into the high school Ursuline. Mm-hmm. Want to go to? That's where you want to go. Uh, that's one of the question I was going to ask y'all. Where are you going to go? I bet there's a lot of Jesuit nurses. I'm a Jesuit grad myself. Uh, I went to St. Patrick's, but uh, so um, robotics is your. Uh, your your hobby, your interest. Do you get to be in a robotics selective, or is it a club, or, or what? It's an elective that we get to take in the morning. We get to do projects using our ultra, ultrasonic sensor, our color sensor, our touch sensor. I don't even know what those are. <laughs> <laughs> they help the robot to move. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that again, that was not around when I was in school, like in the uh, the 70s and 80s. So this is all very new. What? Uh, so you, you guys build robots? Is that uh, the, the kind of thing? Is you actually build something as part of your, your club or your elective? For We mostly just code it. Okay, okay. Code it to do commands. Very, very interesting. Okay. I uh, think, you know, when you think about it, because uh, technology today, all these self-driving vehicles, right? Yeah, and so, yeah. And these kids are already learning about uh, sensors and uh, navigation pretty much. And uh, that's what the, the technologists, the engineers, the scientists are trying to figure out right now mm-hmm. uh, with these uh, vehicles, especially with the electric vehicles. Yeah. You know, trying to figure out exactly how can we have these self-driving uh, cars. And here um, our kids are learning about this right now. Yeah. And there's, uh, in fact, there was a show on Catholic Radio this morning about this. There's some ethical dimensions of robotics mm-hmm. because, you know, some people could take it too far. And so it's something that uh, is uh, very interesting. So, wow, wow, that is awesome. So you want to go to Ursuline. Uh, Fatima, uh, you're an eighth grader, so this must be very front of mind for you, what you're going to do uh, next year. Have you decided where you're going next year? I have not yet. Okay. All right. We're so- thinking of public. Okay, okay, good, good. And so, obviously, Mary Macklet, uh has prepared you well, regardless yes. of, of, of where you go uh, next year. Uh, very interesting. Uh, what, can Tell me about the, you know, Father talks about um, the, the school really forming you in your faith and learning your faith, and I just kind of open it up, whoever would like to, to answer this, about maybe uh, ways that um, the, the, the school has uh, helped you. And I, 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 I don't know if you're all Catholic or not. I know you don't have to be Catholic to go to a Catholic school, but just ways maybe that uh, you, you even formed your Catholic faith and maybe appreciated more. Anybody want to jump in? Uh, yeah. So we have three sisters at the school. One teaches kinder and does the Catechism of the Good Shepherd. Yeah. And our principal is also a sister. And the fifth or sixth, seventh, and eighth grade uh, religion teacher 
is a sister, and we go to Mass every Friday, and once a month, uh, we'll go Wednesday. Yeah, and you know, I, I love that you have the sisters there. Right, Our Father, the aren't Dominican. these Dominican sisters even better? Okay, right. uh, and because I when I went to St. Patrick's, there the principal was a you know a fully habited nun, Sister Laura. I still mm-hmm. remember her. And uh, but that that's that's a, a rare thing these days to see uh, uh, like a, a presence of religious on campus on a regular basis. What and I know the decision for the the Dominican nuns to come predated your being there, but how does that help the school? Oh, it's a blessing, uh, definitely, especially when it comes to the formation of the faith for the children. Uh, but having the Dominican sisters of Saint Cecilia is uh, nothing other than a, a blessing for the school and for the community. Yeah, and the children get a chance to see their uh, individuals who have taken uh, vows before Almighty God and are living out those vows. And the children, you know, are always at first intrigued by it, and then they begin to see the joy that comes from a religious life and. Uh, the optimism and the passion that these uh, these sisters bring in the work that they do. Mm-hmm. So it's you know it, it's a, a living example of what it means to live your life for Christ. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear about these tours uh, that that y'all y'all give, and this is for the parents and the kids. Um, uh, George, you want to tell me about this because you're new. There's a bit of a learning curve for you because you're learning the school as a as a brand new student yourself. What kind of questions are asked, or are um, you know what kind of things in the school do you show them? Do you just take them on a tour of the whole thing? Tell me about the tours and how those normally go. During our tours, we usually start off in kindergarten and make our way all the way to the junior high uh, hall. Yeah, yeah. So we tell them about the teachers, the alumni. We tell them about the different festivals we do. We get questions like, for fundraisers, do you have to do it? Do you not have to do it? You don't have to do it. It would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. cool. And uh, th- I think one of the, the, the cool things are all these different electives, all these different options. What are some of the other interesting things going on at the school? Uh, yeah, Fatima, do you want to talk about this? We got robotics. We got forensics. Uh, that, that is so cool. Of course, lots, lots of sports and things like that. What are some of the other options for kids? We also have art, which is also one of my favorite classes because you can do, like, wire projects. You can draw. It's a variety of things they allow us to do. Yeah, yeah, that that's cool. Um, so it's uh, pre-K three starting in the fall. Pre-K four. Pre-K, Pre-K four. Okay, mm-hmm. starting in the fall, going all the way to eighth grade. And I always think, you know, when it comes to Catholic schools, the academics is mm-hmm. always there. This is very important though, because this is a competitive world oh, yeah, that we're li- we're living in. Yeah. And we are we're rising to the challenge. Uh, I I mean, you know, with our committees, with our school advisory council, with uh, Sister Marianne. Uh, we're really putting together a vision for the school, and uh, definitely w- our focus is going to be geared towards uh, business, you know, mm-hmm. uh, helping the children understand the, the business world as it is now and also um, as it's uh, approaching in the, uh, down the road, yeah. uh, especially with investments and with all these things called blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies and how do you start a business, how do you invest your money, what's the best way to grow your money, how to make your money work. I, we want our kids to be very successful on earth and in heaven. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the goal. So the academics is very important, but also as, as important is the character, the Catholic identity, right? Mm-hmm. A brain without a heart is a dangerous thing. 
Yeah, right? yeah, that's for sure. Mary Macklet School in Farmers Branch is what we're talking about. We're down to our last uh, four minutes or so, so I want to uh, just kind of open up if there's anything else about the school. Any of y'all, just kind of you know, raise your hand. Let me know if you want to uh, brag about your school a bit, or maybe your favorite subject, or uh, one of the uh, extracurriculars, or something like that that you want to talk about. Uh, Father Alphonse Nazaro is a pastor at Mary Macklet, and I have three of the wonderful ambassadors uh, here in studio with me: eighth grade Fatty. Gomez and seventh graders Andre Schwitter and Georgie Delgado. And uh, boy, we've covered a lot of ground here. But um, yeah, go ahead, Father. Well, I just want to mention that our auction is coming up very soon. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, Louisville of Mitsubishi because they donated a car. Is that for right? Us. Yes. Wow. A beautiful 2020 Mitsubishi Outlander SE. It's a seven seater, it's got all the Bells and whistles, Apple CarPlay, uh, best warranty around five years, sixty thousand, ten years, hundred thousand. <laughs> but the big, the big deal is that only five hundred tickets will be sold, a hundred dollars each. And if you are interested, we'll have um, a link uh, on our website where you can buy a raffle ticket. And you know, if you buy one, it's one in, in five hundred, mm-hmm. right? Chance of yeah. winning a beautiful yeah. twenty twenty Outlander. Uh, uh, vehicle, seven seater. So I, I, I got to give a shout out to Doug, David, and Jeff Baum because they're all uh, graduates of Catholic schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, their children went to Mary Immaculate. I think I went to school with Jeff Baum. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think I went to Jesuit with him. Yeah. Right. And so they're just a wonderful family. They've supported Catholic schools and Catholic education. I've known them for years. Uh, their ch- and one of their kids went to uh, one of my uh, uh, past schools. So uh, they're just, oh, you know, and, you know, and it's wonderful when you can see the partnerships, right? The yeah. partnerships that you can build between the business world and uh, Catholic school, mm-hmm. and for the kids to have the opportunity to um, um, uh, take advantage of these opportunities, it's, it's just wonderful for them, right? Yeah, yeah, and without a doubt. Let's uh, just remind everybody about the open house this Thursday. 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. or 6.30 to 7.30 p.m.? Should mm-hmm. they let you know they're coming or just show up? Or they can what, show what up. They, they can do? register, to, you know, whatever they want. Um, but uh, any family that comes through those doors will be welcomed. Mm-hmm. So. And this is pre-K-4. They can also come Pre-K to K-4. talk about that Pre-K-4 as well. Pre-K-4 all the way to 8th grade. Okay, all the way to 8th grade. And bring the uh, the student, right? right. Uh, if they, if they right. can, of course, the kid and the child might be in another school at that right. time for the morning session. So, all right. And the uh, website is... MISchool.org, MISchool.org. And uh, I want to give the last word to Andre or Fatima or Georgie. Uh, why should parents seriously consider Mary Immaculate School? Anything else that we haven't talked about? We talked about sports and forensics and robotics and the faith. Anything else that uh, comes to mind before we close out? We just got about another minute left. Uh, uh, great to go. Yeah, go ahead, Georgie. It really prepares us for our high schools. It's yeah. hard, but it's really mm-hmm. really um yeah yeah so you're gonna you're hoping to go to Ursuline? okay yes. uh, and uh fatima probably some public school uh andre have you decided where you're going or uh, uh, you, you still got some time you're a seventh grader so yes uh i want to go to either b bishop lynch or jp2 okay okay great uh, you have a lot of options these days uh bishop don bishop lynch may you know so all right. Well, thanks. I, I also have to just give a big, huge shout out to um, one of our school advisory council members, uh, John McAfee, who 
really uh, sold the, uh, made the deal possible between Louisville, Mitsubishi, and, and MIS. Yeah. So thanks, John. And hope you're listening. Yeah, we, we do a car raffle, as you know, Father, every year, and we've never gotten a car free. We, yeah. we, we get a discount, but we have to pay for it. And that's, oh, that's a, that's, that's a huge, big, big chunk of change. Huge yeah. blessing. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Father, Thank you, would, Dave. Would Thank you, you, Dave. Surely, would you be able to close out with a blessing sure. for our listeners? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. We give you thanks, Almighty God, for all your many blessings, especially for our uh, opportunity to educate our young people in the faith. And we ask you to watch over every young child that goes to Catholic schools, uh, keep them safe and sound, and may they always be faithful observers to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Son, Holy Spirit, Spirit. amen. Amen. Thank you, Father uh, Alphonse Nazaro. And thank you to Andre Schwitter, Fatima Gomez, Georgie Delgado. Is this y'all's first radio interview? Yeah? Okay. All right. You did great. You did very well. Uh, So thank you very much for being here. And uh, now we're going to close out the show, and they're going to do a video with Sissel, which will show up on some kind of social media platform here long, before long, promoting... Uh, Barry Macklin School, go to their website, mischool.org, and don't forget about the open house this coming Thursday, 7.30 a.m., 8.30 a.m. or 6.30 p.m. I think I got all that. Okay. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 a.m. on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. Hi, this is Dave Palmer welcoming our new sponsor, Homeschool Connections, an online curriculum provider where students meet with instructors online with other students for live, interactive classes. Instructors include Tim Staples for apologetics, John Martinoni for scripture, Joseph Pierce for literature, and I teach a class called An Introduction to the Summa Theologia. Your high school student can learn Christian philosophy according to the angelic doctor, St. Thomas Aquinas. Homeschoolconnections.com. Online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you. K-A-T-H, 9,